Welcome to Invested Parenting Podcast. I'm Holly Anderson, mother of four. Each week we'll be sharing experiences from real parents and advice from experts on parenting children ages zero through nine. Thank you for being a truly invested parent. Thanks for joining me today. Let me tell you a little bit about our eighth tip. This is something that I use a lot. I think I use this tip every day. I have some particular children who, as soon as they're home, they're just bogged down, and I have to try and lift them up. This this eighth little little tip is not it's not a big thing, but when you repetitively use it, you can teach your children how to choose to think positively about future things and it's something that we all need practice on it's not something people learn really quickly um so don't get bogged down don't feel like a failure when when you feel like your kids just are not catching on but this tip is to have an event to look forward to during the day it doesn't have to be big like i said but if if my child is sad on a certain day I try to talk about something later that day or later that week that they can be excited about. Not too far in advance because remember their timeline sure takes a lot longer than ours. <laughs> it's, it feels like as a kid, things take so long to get here. You know, Christmas just, oh, it takes all month of December to get here. But if you can think of something that they would like to do, that they're excited about, that is happening fairly soon and kind of distract them from their worry or their sadness, this can be a really good trick, a little tip that can also teach them how to think about positive things and choose to think about positive things. We um, we talk about, I, I ask my kids almost every day, so what are you excited about? What are you excited about? I ask myself, I do this trick on myself, okay? I ask myself in the morning, what am I excited about this morning? What am I excited about? And I try to, about, and I try to find something that's positive. And sometimes it's really easy, and sometimes it's really hard. My kids love visiting their grandma in Idaho. And so we'll drive up. It's only four hours drive, and we'll drive up and visit her. It's so fun because she has exciting things like snowmobiles and <laughs> and they love staying up late and there's all these goodies and treats there. And so if I say, hey, later this week on the weekend, we're going to go visit grandma, then it can distract my children and they can start thinking about something that they're excited about, something positive, whether it's going to a birthday party or whether we're going to go swimming tomorrow or even just eating some ice cream after dinner, you know, just bringing that up. Now, you have to be careful with this eighth tip because you don't want to jump to it too quickly. When when your child has these big feelings, a lot of times, most of the time, we need to help them first feel understood. We need to help validate their feelings, help them feel understood, and then after we've achieved that, then go to this eight, <laughs> this eighth tip and say, you know what I'm excited about? And talk about something that you're excited about. I'm excited about going and visiting grandma 
or I'm excited about this TV show that's going to be on tonight, and we're all, we're all going to watch it with popcorn. What do you think about that? Or, you know what I'm excited about? How about let's go home and because you've had a hard day, do you want a bubble bath and some Netflix or something? <laughs> like something that would help them just go, yeah. And I am excited and I can anticipate some future event, whether it's super small, whether it's just going to the library and them picking out a new movie. You know, it can be something little. But, I mean, especially with kids, it doesn't have to be Disneyland every time, right? I mean, that is pretty cool, too. But um, my kids still have not gone there. We still haven't done a Disneyland trip or a Legoland trip or a Harry Potter land or anything land trip, actually. But when we do, it'll be great, I'm sure. (laughs) But even those little events that they can look forward to, bring them up in conversation. Talk about them. And that is just one way to help teach our children to anticipate happy things in the future, even when right now they're not happy. Right now they have to do something they don't want to do. Right now they just got home from school and man, it was hard. Okay. School was hard. They were stretched to the limit. They didn't finish anything that they were supposed to do. They're stressed. They want to take it out all on you. And after you listen to them and after you validate your feeling, their feelings and just say, yeah, that sounds tough. That sounds really hard. You don't, and one little tip too, you don't have to always apologize. I'm really sorry that you had a hard day. That's nice to hear, but it's also not something you have to do every time. So don't feel like you have to apologize for the world around them, that's unfair. Um, it's nice to hear sometimes. Like I said, it's not wrong to do. But one thing that is more helpful for a young child, for anyone actually, for an individual, is just agreeing. Just saying, yeah, that is tough. That's hard. You're so strong for dealing with that. I, and then agreeing, just agree with them on what you can, you know, I mean, obviously don't lie. don't agree with something that you, that you really don't agree with. But when my little girl says, it's just not fair that we have to wait in line and there's so many kids and it takes so long to get lunch and then we don't have time to eat. And then by the time I get done, recess is over and I just feel like it's go, go, go. And I don't. And so <laughs> can you hear that rant? Does that sound familiar at all? So when one of my kids would say that, instead of me saying, well, look on the positive side, you get to do this. And that's okay. Instead of going straight to this eighth tip, it's really important to first say, that is tough. I hate being rushed when I eat. When I eat, I want to like not be rushed outside of the restaurant. I want, I hate it even when I feel like I'm being rushed by a waiter or waitress. I hate that feeling. That is not fun. And then see what you get. Just kind of see what reaction you get. Are they still super sad? Do they kind of have a smile on their face? They're like, yeah, mom gets me. Mom understands. Like dad knows what I'm talking about. He doesn't like it either. 
And then that will help calm them down so that you can transition to this other one and be like, yeah, that's tough. And when we eat ice cream tonight, which I got new ice cream or whatever, and talk about something exciting, we're not going to rush you at all. You can have a full hour to just sit and eat your ice cream super slow if you want. <laughs> and, then, you know, bring in some humor. Make them laugh. Be like, do you want to eat your broccoli really slow tonight? And then no one will make you pass because it's so frustrating or whatever. Whatever the reason is that they're sad, whatever they point out, you know, um, helping them feel understood, validating their feelings, and then helping them create a habit of thinking about happy things that are in the future that they're anticipating is what this is all about. It's instilling this habit of even if I'm having a really bad day, even if it's really hard right now and I'm throwing a tantrum and blah, 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 even if, even if, even if that's happening right now, I can still think about something that I'm excited about in the future. And I've even done this. This is this is a question that I have um, challenged a lot of caregivers to do, to ask themselves, what are you excited about? What can you choose to think about that is way better than thinking about all of the sadness in the world? <laughs> what can you choose to anticipate? Go, hey, I am, okay, I'll give you an example right now. I am super pregnant. I'm due to have my fifth baby in three weeks right now. Um, and this is when I'm actually um, recording this audio. By the time you're listening to this audio, the baby will probably be here. But right now in this moment, man, I am sick. I'm throwing up every day. <laughs> And, oh, I just feel nauseated sometimes the whole day. And I'll take my kids to school and throw up <laughs> before I get back in the car. It is not fun. But I can still choose to think about sitting on the couch in front of our warm fireplace. Because right now it's really cold. <laughs> right now it's like 15 degrees outside. And holding my baby. And I'll choose to think about that. And when I'm throwing up, I'll choose to think about how relaxed and quiet the house is going to be when I am sitting in front of my fireplace, just holding my baby, and I have a cup of hot cocoa. And yes, it's the Starbucks brand of double dark chocolate hot cocoa that you can't get at Walmart anymore. But I love it. It's my favorite. And it has a little marshmallows in it. And... I'm holding my little baby boy, and he's healthy, and I'm just imagining positive things, right? And I can anticipate that. And when I turn that into a habit, it helps so much. It really makes a difference. Because as I'm throwing up, as I'm just having a hard time waking up in the morning and getting my little autistic boy ready for school, it's challenging, it's challenging just because I'm so tired with with being over eight months pregnant. And I mean, that's to be expected, right? <laughs> but 
the swelling of your feet. And most people are totally nodding right now going, yeah, I've been there. (laughs) I'm just to the point where I'm like, what if he came early? I would be okay with that. Mm, yeah, it's probably not going to happen. My kids don't come early. They always come late. So they just really like being inside me. They don't want to come out. They need help usually. But anyway, back to the tip that I'm talking about. Even during those hard times, creating that habit of asking yourself, what am I excited for? What can I anticipate that's going to happen in the future that I can count on that's that's going to help me just think positively? And so I encourage you to do that with yourself, and I encourage you to bring that up with your kids after, you, after you've after you validated their feelings and listened to them. You can help them create that habit of asking themselves, well, what are you excited about? And most of the time, they'll, especially if they're in a really bad mood, they'll be like, I don't know. I don't know what I'm excited about. But the more you do it, you know, the more of a habit they can form and the easier it'll be for them to say, oh, well, I am excited about this TV show. Once I finish my homework, then I can run outside with the play bubbles or, you know, help them, give them ideas. Say, well, you could be excited about doing a play date with a friend this Friday. You could be excited about it. And then you can kind of list a few things. Are you excited about any of those things? And they're like, well, yeah. I'm excited about going swimming or I'm excited about, you know, just little activities that they might not choose to think about on their own and just need a little reminder. So that is tip eight. I hope you got something from this and you can use that in, you know, just daily conversation. Just have that as just another little tool in your tool belt as a parent and good luck with it. You'll do great. Just bring out the little happiness that is hiding inside of your child that might need a little digging. You might need to dig it out a little bit. But good luck. You'll do great. And I'll talk to you next week. Thanks so much.